Hello and welcome to this latest episode of the Engaged Podcast. I'm Jamie. James Simon. And I'm Phil. And he didn't sort that out at the beginning. <laughs> you can't tell, can you? <laughs> and today we're going to be doing our first character profile episode, which is on Commander Data. Yeah. Lieutenant Commander Data. So, yeah. Um, There's going to be a lot to go through, I think, because I think for a lot of people he's a fan favourite, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, likes data. we've decided to do it in two parts. And don't worry, we're not going to leave it for a freaking year like we do for everything else. It's happening next week. Next time we do one. So you're going to get part one, part two, and straight away. Mm. Yeah, so we're doing it back to back, essentially. Indeed, indeed. So, yes, and we are actually doing it back to back on Sunday. So, yes. Yeah. So. Not that you're ready to tell because it'd be like a week gap again, but yes. Yeah. That's how it's going to work, supposedly. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I think Data said it's, it's, you know, it's one you have to go to. I mean, because when I first. What got some first got me into Star Trek? He was the first character I absolutely loved, and he is um, still my favourite character. Oh yeah, you know I, you know, and he was a very influential one. See my blog. <laughs> Give that a plug. But I think for me, he's one of those characters that has got a lot of depth to him, but then he's got so much where he doesn't know, and I think that's quite. Well, that, that's one of the things I love about him because well, there's so much to him, but. There isn't well, so it's, much. It's to interesting it. because Brent Spiner, when he first said got the part, that's how he thought. He thought in very sort of in in his in his mind, it was kind of well, what can I do? He's an android. He shows no emotion. This is going to limit me. I, I, it's not. I can't you know work within this. So he just felt that the character wasn't going to go anywhere, and then he just it essentially be a failure. But but if you think about it, it's it's very much like these non-movement characters, for example. There's always one per series, so Spock is a very good example. Hmm. Him to raise his eyebrows is amazing. Different ways of looking at it. It's also when you look at things like going randomly off of it, Wallace and Gromit. Whenever Gromit moves his eyebrows, you can have a whole conversation hmm. just by moving something. So I mean, that's that's the incredible thing I think about a mark of a really good actor is the fact that a gesture or or, or, um, or whatever it is can just say so much, hmm. you know. And I think. You know, in a way, you know, Brent Spiner kind of embodied that with Data, mm. and you know, even when Data, you know, said particularly in his early stages of development, you know, he, you know, his even if he even you know if he wasn't emotional, his actions, what he did, saving members of the crew, showed his humanity. I think. I mean, at least that's how I've always looked at him through his actions, though, saving the crew, you know, and all that sort of thing, showed his humanity. But he's also got a bit more of like a super Superman effect to him as well. For example, we can go into hazardous areas that other crews couldn't. Hmm. So he's had a couple of episodes where he's been the only one on the planet, or he's going into oh, yeah. a certain area that only he can. As do. a crew member, he's invaluable. I mean, hmm. I mean, look at episodes like um, Night Terrors, for example. He's the only, a lot of diseases he wasn't affected by. All the, when all the crew are suffering from lack of REM sleep, well, he doesn't need sleep. Mm. So Picard and that had to increasingly rely. He actually had to be the acting captain, mm. you know, because it said. I think Picard said, I think it was in that one or, or another episode, you know, we're putting our life in your very hands, you know, we're, we're, we're condemn you for our very survival. So it's the kind of fact that he's such an invaluable crewman because, as you say, he can go into hazardous areas, he, you know, doesn't suffer from a lot of diseases and mm-hmm. things like that. So to have him on the ship, you know, as you say. Yeah, but then if you also look at it as not just Star Trek, but if you look at it as like a, a, a show commodity. Hmm. How many characters from other shows can be as in depth as Data? 
very, exactly. very few, mm. very, very few. So it was very, very clever writing, very, very clever character creation. Yeah, and I think I think there's a certain attraction to characters like characters like Spock, like like Data. The fact that they're so different, but in like 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 Spock, like when we were talking about for the Love of Spock documentary, mm. people can relate to Data in so many ways, even though he seems so different. Yes, because he is someone who's learning and understanding how humanity works, and in, in kind of a way, he's almost childlike. Yeah, that's it. That's it exactly. I mean, yeah, I think I think um, I think Tasha says in um, a sister data. Oh, you know, you see the eyes through like the wonders of a child, and that makes you more human than, than the rest than all of us. Mm. You know, so it's just yeah. I said he's very much like that because I said he's aspires to become human. He said he's a student of humanity mm. essentially. Learning what it means to be human, striving to become more human. Yeah. So, and the thing is, he doesn't take the because I mean, Q offers him in season three or Friday. Q offers him the chance to be human. No, and season one. Is it season one as well? Um. Don't know. <laughs> I does that. it. Oh yeah, of course, Big Pond, Big Pond. And then yeah, you can say Q did, but then he just gave him a laugh. Yeah. So, thank you for the correction. Sorry, I've got that wrong. Um, back in season one, it said, and but you know, Data could have taken the easy way, but he didn't want to do that because I think for, it's, it's also it's not just getting it; it's the journey to get in there it makes mm. it so rewarding. So, yeah, I mean, it's it said. But if you, you think even more about it, it's, it's being able to quickly calculate things. It's being able to quickly look up logs. It's being able to quickly. I mean, he has got an encyclopedic brain. Oh yeah. To the point where no one else could match that. It's pointless him even doing a test because he you know he would pass it straight away exactly I mean you know that, that's you know the fact that he has said super strength as well mm. you know and you know he's almost like a superman yeah he's a baby superman <laughs> he's a superman that doesn't understand doesn't he is a non-human Clark Kent <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should name the episode that Data the non-human Clark, Clark Kent, Kent. <laughs> Sorry, going off a random tangent. I'm gonna sharp now. That's all right, Phil. Um, so should we should we have a peruse through Starf- his Starfleet personnel file? Star Trek dot com. Yeah, yeah. The first time we've ever used it. Yeah, because we, we've got to say that we've not used it because that for some reason that website's a bit screwed up. You can't print stuff out unless you know exactly what settings to put it on. So I have managed to print it off, but at thirty-three percent. So I've, I've got it. The other boys have kind of improvised a bit. Yeah, but we—it's quite interesting. You read through it. It's just like, okay, didn't know that. Well, I didn't actually know that he his quarters were on deck two. I didn't yeah. actually know that. Room three six five, five three. three, which I think is probably just a random number they came up with. Um, so that was one thing I didn't know. Oh, from the matter of time, that episode. Oh, is that where? Where? Oh, okay. All oh, right. Okay. Well, it's like it's other stuff I didn't, you know, just other stuff you just didn't know about him. I mean, I didn't know that, for example, when he attended the academy. Yeah, that's a bit complicated because it's a bit screwed um, up a bit. Period twenty thirty six data during his time at the academy, data did extremely well socialising. Twenty three forty five. Yeah, it says here apparently he started he attended the academy from twenty three forty one to forty five. Oh. So that must be oh when Data graduated there we go yeah we so that makes sense yeah 
So, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, wasn't there something about the academy who couldn't socialise because he always had practical jokes played on him because he obviously he didn't understand the concept of humour. Yes. Yeah. Which, again, as, as we're not teenagers, well, how old are they when they go to a Soffit Academy? Late 16. 16, 18, so. 18. So, yeah, that they're basically high school, isn't it? High school for, t- for Star Trek. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So, um, he was obviously his place of birth was Omicron Fater. Um, which obviously we find out in uh, Data Law, season one. It's when he, meet, he meets his brother. Law, yes. Which is the thing that's what's wonderful about, but despite the fact he can play both, because he plays Data, who's obviously good, and Law, who's. Because Law know. is supposed to be Data 2.0. No. Well, no, Law was created before Data. But the reason that. Um, data is Law 2.0. Sorry, yeah. Right, okay. Because obviously. Cause, Come on, Phil, you know this. Because <laughs> obviously. Um, good job we didn't have a quiz. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, could have caught you out on that, because um, obviously uh, Noonan Singh obviously created law, but because of obviously, you know, his behavioural, he made him so human, made him so, but he he, he was basically, he was evil, really. But it happened and, quite early on, didn't it? In the in the mm, in the series, yeah. Because was it after encounter at Farpoint? Well, yeah, because yeah. that was the pilot film. <laughs> it's been too long since we've no, watched no, season no, one, Phil. No, what's the second episode then? Wasn't no. it? No, Data Law was around about halfway through season one. Oh, fair enough. I think it was off. <laughs> oh, the, it was off of the big goodbye, so I think it would have been episode thirteen, I believe. So about halfway through season one, but you know, but yeah, obviously, so Law was obviously dis, well, disassembled, dismantled. Well, for someone that mm. didn't have any family, he had an awful lot of family. Yeah, his mm. father, his brother, mother. Yeah, and his, and his crew family. Well, and his his one night stand. <laughs> oh Tasha yes um, but you know yeah because you haven't actually <laughs> I'm a fully functioning sex robot <laughs> <laughs> sent back from the time <laughs> to, change, to change the future for one lucky lady <laughs> sorry it was the best night I ever had where's that from that is, that's from somewhere isn't it it does sound familiar but it's from somewhere oh god you're going to spin out the rest of the oh, thinking, where no. is that going from I can't remember unless it's a thing that was making fun of um Oh, Terminator. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> I've no idea how we end up. Okay. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Put it this way he is far much, he is far better than any of the crappy robots from Star Wars. Hmm. Um, service. <laughs> Look from Simon. RDD2. And C3PO. No. I know, that's why. I know Simon doesn't like C3PO. That's why I'm teasing him. He's got off the scrap heap, to be fair. Reminds me. Actually, no. I was about to say something. Yes. Android twelve. I was going to say. It reminds me of my mum's first car. Off the getting off the scrap heap. Sorry, mum, if you're listening. It's probably not. But hey, R two D two's awesome. He is awesome. Yeah, but that is far better than R two D two. I'm not getting into this R2-D2's debate. R two D two's got attitude. I'm... And he's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, but Data's also got attitude in his own little way. New episode idea: Data versus R two D two. Hmm. Good day. Why not? We will we will return <laughs> after these messages. I'll be anyway, um, I love that they've actually got a date on here where it was activated again, February second, twenty three thirty eight. Because he obviously has his off switch, doesn't he? Yes, measure switch. of men. Yeah, which I which I do love the whole on the, the scene stuff and then probably actually knows. Like, Doctor, can you keep this a secret? Yeah, sure. And and everyone like, finds every, out. Every season, someone else finds out. 
You must that must have come out when they got drunk at one point or another to kind of some because I love that like you know in um, oh, there's an episode of Deep Space Nine where it's kind of oh um, oh what's the Admiral called Admiral Ross Admiral Ross is introduced to Romulan Ale oh and it's yeah like, oh, drinks it and it's like yeah we've all had it ready we've kind of got we've got it yeah but when it, the, the, I, whenever someone has it like that on a TV series I always think of Legolas from Lord of the Rings where he, he's, he's he's having a drinking competition and At it's least, like I feel a tingle in my fingers <laughs> Seven couldn't hold down her liquor she, I think one one glass of champagne she was actually drunk she goes my visual impairment is my visual uh <laughs> Is so surely do machines get affected more by alcohol than us well it's the fact that she's part bull part human but she's never consumed alcohol before mm, but if so you that's probably it, why her body's not used to it no but if you think about it some people don't get drunk because they can absorb alcohol through their body but if, if half of her body well, I remember is, is metal then it's only half the unit so it's almost like well I remember yeah. when I had my Double first potency yeah, exactly. Double the potency. Yeah, I suppose, it, I suppose it depends on how quick you drink it as well. No, but it's dilution, isn't it? So if you if you've got a body mass of say fifty, hmm. one alcohol is going in between fifty units. Hmm. If it's fifty, but half of that is machine, it's only twenty five units. Hmm. That's okay. what I was saying. Yeah. Anyway, how do we get onto that? I've no idea. Um, anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Jamie brought up seven of nine again. I know that. Well, this well, it's a good example to compare it to the fact that she got drunk and that Legolas mm, could yeah. hold his liquor. <laughs> drunk and seven of nine. Woo! <laughs> well, there's one certain way to get data drunk is um oh what the hell do they call that stuff? I've got a really quirky name. We said it before the episode, didn't we? Begins with P, doesn't it? Psychowalter. Um, Too much research. Uh, it's 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 what happened. Obviously, um, polywaltine toxination. That thing. Yeah. What was so, it again? Polywater intoxination. Three times fast? No. <laughs> Polywater intoxination. Polywater intoxination. Polywater intoxination. There you go. Polywater intoxication. Intoxication. I said inanition intoxication. There. Anyway. Yeah. So that's one way to get data <laughs> drunk. Um, but oh, yeah. That was it. It was poly alloy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Anyway, so, sorry. 24.6 <laughs> kilograms of tripolymer composites. 11.8 kilometer, kilograms of polydimethylenum. That word. That's the problem. That's the problem with reading data specifications of how he's built. Right, I think, right, too right, many so big so scientific is, words. Simon is reading what data is composed 1. of. 1.3 kilograms of yeah. bioplast sheeting uh, weighed about 100 kilograms. Um, data's upper spinal support was a Poly alloy designed to withstand extreme stress. His legs have exactly seventy-eight points. Yeah, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just like that. His legs have exactly eighty-seven point two. Well, I'm assuming soon measured him when he was first when he was first um, making him. So yeah, I think that's just kind of let's measure Brent Spiner measuring. Yep, yeah, there you are. That's what, that's what, that's <laughs> we'll just what use his real life measurements for data. No, what makes me laugh is a tailor go up to data and go left or right, sir. <laughs> Oh, and what ultimate storage capacity of 800 quadrillion bits and a total linear computational speed relative to 6 trillion operations per second you do realise what I thought when I, when I read that what did you think 1.21 gigawatts <laughs> <laughs> 
it's only you, Phil. Only Phil. I know. I know. And he has a lot of facial tongue and tear ducts. Yeah, he does have that ability to actually resemble crying. Yeah, which I thought mm. was quite interesting. I'm not sure and episode sweat and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not sure episode that came up in, but it was mentioned in one episode. Um, that's right. Oh, okay. I, I'd imagine with um, oh Bashir, mm, mm. I think. Oh yeah, of course, because Bashir is bit interesting how he's const- how he was constructed. Mm. Yeah, one of the things sense. I brought up before the episode, but while we're going into his, his what he's made of and how he's working, and his, I was about to say the mechanics of him, but that didn't kind of make sense. Oh my feel. but um, yes, but he um, he also had uh, an aging program design to simulate <laughs> the external effect Your of aging. Favorite fact, yeah, he's my favorite fact. Because I thought I, when I first read that, I thought it was an excuse for the fact that the actor's going to get older. As oh yeah, but if you think about it, you know, it's, it's again, it's data's approximation to being human and mm. having that sort of you know experiencing you know because obviously as an android, he's pretty much immortal unless he was said to be disassembled. He can't age. And so, I love the fact he doesn't actually have a pres- pres- um, preference for left or right handedness. Oh no, 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 no! I think I I'll press it. No, he seems to favour the left hand. He does, but... And then you read it and it's like... But he doesn't use it all the time, though. Oh, that's mm. true. One one zero zero one 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 zero zero one. Yes, Steve Bynard. fact that in Insurrection he was a flotation device. It was just random. <laughs> no, he didn't have it, did he? He didn't have to walk through the sea or something, I seem to remember. Well, you know, one of the things... One that... sec. Oh, on. Well, I said it and... Oh, and... I found it. Uh, here we go. Oh. <laughs> go for it. Uh, in 2370, told. he had to walk... One point, well, zero four kilometres under underwater because he didn't have enough buoyancy to get back to the surface. That's correct. Yeah. So he couldn't swim, <laughs> basically. Yeah, which I thought was um. Anyway, sorry, Carol. <laughs> I found it. You can carry on now, Jim. <laughs> That's all right. Um, but you know, it's a fact as well. He's won a lot, a lot of service awards as well. So he won the Starfleet Command Decoration for Valor. Uh, and for gallantry, the Medal of Honor with clusters and Legion of Honor, the Star Wars. And what are they? Service awards. I know, no, they are. But what are they for? Do you know? Mm. Just want to delve in deeper into that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> there are awards. I don't know. Yeah, is it like the like the Purple Heart for Americans is for taking dam- is for taking is being, it's, being it's, wounded? It's, isn't pro- it? it's probably for things like saving uh, the whole crew. So or saving obviously Federation citizens or any or any sort of type of citizens, probably things like that. I'd imagine. I do like the fact that he he added to himself as well as he went along. So he, he, he added Borg technology to himself. He added he added a data chip that he got from oh, Law, yeah. hmm. which I thought was brilliant. I said again, I said this to the boys beforehand. The fact that um, from first contact and Simon, you're gonna to need to help me here because I got it wrong last time. When um, no, you're almost there. Phil, almost there. To be fair, but he has the um, the emotion chip, mm. which he nicks off of Law, and there, there's that Indecent. scene where they're going through, they're going, going through the Borg ship. Is it the Borg ship or is it the ship that's been taken over? <laughs> Enterprise is being assimilated. Yeah. They're going the to engineering to try and take back the. And he's obviously scared because of the emotion chip, and he just he turns it off because Picard's having a go at him, and Picard envies the fact that he can do that. Well, that's one of the other things as well. The Borg Queen tried to entice Data with the idea of sort of flesh and blood and stuff like that, mm. but tried to seduce him. And I think I think it was like something for like, um, oh, what was it? Uh, let me just find it in here. I think he was like he was briefly tempted by offer for like. 0.68 seconds 
which you know to someone like Picard would be oh that's nothing but to Data it's like he says Fernando that quite to nearly an eternity so the fact that he was actually tempted you know mm. the one thing that he wants the most even have, with having the emotion chip at the time you know he was tempted mm. which I think is really quite interesting the fact that you know it's, it kind of reminds me of him, like the most toys side you know at that collector he, he was actually going to shoot him kill him and it was just things like that it's kind of there's actually a side to data that like maybe like, there's actually subconsciously there's a, there's this side to him that, that, that kind of dark side to him like, again which could sort of come from possibly you know this idea of you know is he like his brother in some way deep down is there like a part of data that is like that or particularly when um, when Laura um, um, manipulates him and gives him those emotions it's things like that as well was there always part of data that wanted that aspect yeah but yeah, but if you think about it Law was on his own wasn't he well, yeah. if Data what didn't but, have influence of Star Trek but would he have gone worse but the thing is it's always that idea that humans are never totally good totally evil we've all got light and darkness in us it's what we choose to do mm. and I think yes Data's an android he's got an ethical program he's been specific but at the same time there's those little elements as I said for those couple of episodes yeah, I've mentioned it's what he's learned it's, exactly, it's, that, that's, that's, exactly. It's, again it's like a child mm. they are a, it's nurture and nature isn't it mm. that's, well, that's their blank that's what he's got that's mm. nature but nurture right law wasn't law was ungrateful law was mm. unhappy law was on his own mm. and it, it, it sort of spiralled out of control but it just makes it even more realistic the fact that he, you know he was tempted he was, you know mm. to that aspect thank god he didn't going on going on the lines of realism he actually had he had hair growth he, he, he actually had a, a breathing he had a pulse so he had yeah. everything that yeah trying to grow his trying to grow his beard <laughs> just like Riker's beard <laughs> you stole my beard. You stole. Yeah, so I'm saying, um, in that scene where Data has a beard, he's asking Troy and Geordie's opinion. Someone wrote really funny. I can't remember who it was, but in the YouTube comments, and Mark is going around the street saying, "Who the hell stole my beard?" <laughs> hmm. But um, but he even had the ability to dream as well. Yeah, that was through birthright. So it was a it was a head leached to the level of his programming, but it was um, due to an electri- electrical shock. Thing, accident that happened, um, it uh, it um, triggered it. So it was part of Data's program. So yeah, he started to actually dream as well, and it actually helped him in one episode as well. Mm. But actually, like, try to deal with was it phantasms? Weird crap. Yeah, well, an episode I've always quite liked because it's wonderfully odd. But yeah, weird anyway, crap. weird crap. <laughs> Riker with a straw sticking out of his head. Weird crap. Being serious here, Phil. Mm. Mm. Seriously. <laughs> I know it sounds bizarre, but once and Deanna Troy it, um, as a cake as well, and I think yeah, it's just it's quite a bizarre episode. Yeah, not that Voyager wrapped it up in any way or form or anything. <laughs> no, yeah, it did. Mm. Mm. In a way, surprise. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So then the development of data going on from what he's he he's made of and what he's done, we could always sort of talk about his development in ways of how can I put this being able to be more human as he is so for example we had a pet Spot which you which... didn't know the name of <laughs> have I seen the episode I don't know what. yes but you, earlier you went oh I, I didn't know his name I didn't know his name was Spot <laughs> I didn't know I knew he had a cat but I didn't know his name because I've not seen the episode he's in Generations he's in Generations Phil Spot's in Generations yeah, that's only a very small part is it cat? It's your favourite film. It's your favourite Star Trek or next gen film. Did you know the cat was female? Yes, Phil. 
Did you know the cat had had a very strange fussy relationship and would only would only let Data or Barkley touch him? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that cat changed gender throughout the series. Did you know she also had kittens? Yes, Phil. I've seen every episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. So it was an iguana. Didn't also didn't Spot take a liking to Wolf, even though Wolf actually didn't sort of reciprocate. He <laughs> <laughs> kept sneezing, didn't he? He was allergic to Spot, <laughs> and the way Wolf was kind of trying to hold is like, <laughs> yeah, Wolf wasn't very comfortable. But no, it, it, it was Wolf's always comfortable around anyone, no cat. Well, just like the fact that Data tried to train Spot, like you know, like like, like training a dog, but it just wouldn't work. So, like, telling her or him or whatever to get off the furniture, his furniture kept... Mm. <laughs> but, no, that's just one of many aspects that made Data human. I mean, look at his other interests as well, like, you know, art and Sherlock Holmes and, mm. you know... <laughs> what? what was he no, gonna no, say? no, go, go on. What? <laughs> no, carry on. Okay. Because you were talking about interests and I was going to go... Actually, yeah. <laughs> this is all filled, by the way, not queen. me. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> it's only you, Phil, isn't there? Shutting himself down and telling everyone about his secret on and off switch. That was one of his main hobbies, wasn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. I wonder what happens. What happens? How do you react when you, when it gets turned on? <laughs> and is he like an alarm? <laughs> Is he, is, he like a, is he like an alarm clock or a phone that knows the time is still going on even though he's off or does he have to reset the time if, you turn, if he's off for a year do you have to sort of input the time in oh, and the dear. date well done for just you. like when a phone's turned off for too long I think he's got an eternal chronometer yeah he's got an eternal chronometer it's out of sync with the computer yeah so yeah and there's ways he can tell that he's not been on the ship for a while and that crap Mm. lovely techno babble that no one's is he able to like communicate with the ship's computer he gets connected (laughs) up with it gets connected up with it and then cruise up every now and then Mm. as Mm. you do Mm. as a little fidget with his gidgets (laughs) (laughs) and he gets more seedy seeded no I was talking about Gadgets and gizmos. Phil and your euphemisms. Yeah. Oh dear. Should we try and talk about his um, contractions? I think that's good. Yeah. Um, of it. That was a really quite. It said, you know, try and get off. Yeah. And, and we were talking about contractions, mm. so um, yeah. Oh, God's sake, Phil! Seriously. <laughs> you can. Spot probably had a lot of those. Yes. When giving birth to the uh, kittens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, data's <Yeah>. contractions. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. <laughs> you were talking about them earlier? Weirdo. It's one of those times where you can make any word seem seeded, isn't isn't it? It's like that it's like that time where you can make any word sound like you're drunk. Yeah. I went out the other day one on Friday night and got absolutely trousered. <laughs> anyway, I got absolutely sandwiched. Getting back to uh, this, uh, Data's tendency to, <laughs> tendency to avoid use of verbal contractions in ordinary speech. Oh, that's weird. Is remarked upon in Data Law and Future Imperfect. So the, uh, there's apparently a lot of times where instead of saying "I am," he goes "I am" or "it's." 
but the fact is there's actually a few reasons you can actually explain away that's actually quite plausible in why he he says that no one cared yeah being taken over ever um and enhancements yeah so for example obviously his daughter Lau in the offspring the fact that she develops that ability that enhancement of not using contractions so when she passed away data downloaded or uploaded all her sort of mem- the, her memories and experiences and essentially her abilities into him mm. so you could explain it away like that and the other sort of thing I thought of was well if he surrounds humans so much and he wants to emulate them and learn from them well they use they use you know that all the time they say I'm and it's so maybe it was just him trying to emulate the crew Again, so just, just just continuing his yeah, journey, isn't it? Exactly. So yeah, you could say, "Oh, it's a mistake," but you, there are ways you can explain it. Let's not forget, in data law, it did not explicitly assess that data was incapable of using extractions, and he didn't. He generally did not use them. Yeah, I mean, I know Rock obviously called him out in the alternate reality, but you could say, "Well, look, you know, data's so used to using those contractions, it was." Well, that was a holodeck. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I don't know, I was thinking of another episode. Um, but but f- is it more uh, subconscious? Yeah, because you brought up a really interesting point about could it be a subconscious thing? And, and has that proof that data has actually got a subconscious? Because, you know, if you. But well, he think- must have loads of subconscious because you think he's uploaded so many people into himself. Well, no, well. He's the- probably confused as to who he is. Well, you know, the, the, like for example, the um, the Omicron Theta colonists, their their memories and experiences, uh, Noonan Singh uploaded their their um, their memories into data. Because he's obviously aware. Yeah. So sure, because we're not aware of our subconscious. Hmm. So isn't it plausible here to have that? And if again, it goes if Noonan Singh's in such a great job, and it's a bit like even with his mum. Surely you've got a subconscious that would keep you mm, unaware that yeah. you're an android, so surely you'd have that level of programming complexity that mm. you wouldn't be aware of it. Again, mm. it goes back to the whole this thing about, about measuring and a man. programming-wise, you could probably get away with it by going, in his record, he says, I am, when actually saying, I, I am. Mm. Yeah. So at least he's still got a record of it, but he would remember it slightly different. Because mm. even with humans, you remember stuff slightly different than how... Things actually, actually happen sometimes, mm. don't you? Mm. Kind of, oh, you know, kind of, oh, we did this thing, and, you, and you, one of your friends goes, no, and that's not kind of what happened. Mm. Mm. That happens to me more, all the time. It, sometimes it's it's not how it was, it's how you felt it was. And it even, yeah. and data even says, you know, oh, I remember things with clarity. It's not just information to me. He says that in his trial. Oh yeah, and it's also exactly. It's also things like you know, um, like you know, like like his friendship with Geordie, like his friendship with the rest of the crew. The fact that I think the way he explained it was it's like a um, a repetitious pattern or whatever it was that he was used he was used to the crew, and you know that again you can argue in any way that is you know him showing that emotion mm. through his programming because he was used to the members of the crew do you reckon having Spot helped him as so... well I think it did oh, it certainly lo- gave him a humanity side of things I love it when Spot went on his desk and he tried to teach him not to not oh to yeah bounce on it Spot this is down down is good this is up 
Up is bad. Up is no. But down is good. It, it all goes back to the, <laughs> this idea as data are sentient being. And, you know, as I said, back to measure of a man. That's what that, that episode was asking the question. Well, that was one of the standout episodes, wasn't it? Because mm. it was just very... It, 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 you can emulate that to anything now, can't you? Mm. Sort of, when, when does someone become sentient? As you say, about this idea of having awareness. Does he have a soul? But the problem is, it wasn't very universal, though. It's only within Starfleet. Because hmm. on the Memorafa page, it says... Oh, the Fringies, yeah. What, no? Oh, you're going to talk about the Fringies, what, referring to them as property? No. Oh, okay, come on. There Fring- is that, but no, no. Do you mean Starfleet were considered in property? No, the Fringies. Drawing from oh. Lavoie and the Starfleet Judge Advocate Office was relatively ambiguous. The ruling was only that Dace was not property of Starfleet or recorded him the right to choose at least under Starfleet and the rules of regulation, if not also under uh, Federation law. Yeah. So that's the issue. It was only within Starfleet. It wasn't yeah. a mm. Federation under... citizen. So it's a very yeah, cause old it, yeah. thing. So it's kind of... So really, in essence... The legal questions thus remained open whether Dace was a sentient being under Federation law, okay. which leads into the data, uh, the doctor. Sorry, my mistake. Well, actually, it's quite interesting that you said you you read that bit out because obviously we were we were briefly talking about about the offspring about um, uh, that Admiral wanting to take Halau away to um, to study her to you know and it's like well Picard's actually again it's that idea of again treating her as though she's not a sentient being when she is hence why Picard was felt so strongly about it because when you see the episode you'll see he opposes it he's like mm. well Data's a parent you have no right to take his child away from him. So it, again, it's that idea of yes, under under obviously Starfleet, but Federation law is a very fine line. Mm. So it's kind of you know it's very tricky. But you know, it's just it's just that it's that type of episode that makes Data such a compelling, fascinating character. You know, the fact that you know, yes, he's an android. Yes, he's made his his program is made up of mechanical parts, but. There's so much more to him than that, mm. you know. And, and notice, you know, we don't refer to data as it; we refer to it as him, you know. Again, giving himself a name, giving him, yeah. giving him a personality, because mm. him not understanding, in in a sense, is his personality. Exactly, exactly. You know, and you know, it's, it goes back to you know, obviously, because you know, that idea that you know, data. What? Uh, sorry, Maddox to construct more datas or more androids it's like well, it's, that's them becoming a race because if you think about it as well is it what's the real I mean there is a massive difference but if we oh. look at it as machine to human being or machine to creation there's in a sense you wouldn't say that any, any one of the Borgs isn't sentient who? hmm? who? who is? No, I'm saying that any one oh. of the Borgs is not sentient. Oh, yeah, they so are. going back to the, the Borgs yeah. are sentient. Yeah. Surely data, in a sense, is Borg. It, it, it is the same as the Borg, if you think about it. Well, the fact that they're both made up of machines. Hmm. Well, I, know, I know they used to be humanoids then converted, <clears throat> but they, in a sense they need the machine to run, don't they? No, but they're enslaved to computer program data. Yeah, isn't. data mm. isn't. Data isn't. <clears throat> you know. So in a sense, he's more sentient than the Borg. Yes. Well, well, yeah, but obviously Apart from liberated Borg. But yes, yeah, that's but great. he was given that choice. He was, you know, he has that freedom. That's why he was created. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. That's why he was created. Whereas the Borg, the Borg weren't. No, 
unless you, unless you have liberated that's another Borg. argument it's saying, yeah. right, I think. Yeah. Um, well, we, we kind of have dealt with that already. We did that for how many years ago? <laughs> Three years ago? Oh, with Borg, yeah, Williams mm. or Victims, yeah. So we've kind um, of dealt with that, but it's... I see what you're saying, yeah. Phil, but I think there's a different... There's the kind of constructed that way and made that way. It's a, they're two different things. Mm. But in a sense, anybody that's been taken over by the Borg has been constructed. Well, well, yeah, by the Borg, that's obviously. A space program, though. Yeah, I mean, from it's from the species, from the species they were, say, human or Ferengi or whatever, to the Borg, then yes, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, what I, what I also like is the fact that this this distinction that Picard make Picard makes is that. You know, we, you know, humans are machines as well. Surely, we're just machines of a different type. But who's to say a machine has to have mechanical parts? It's a, it's, you know, it's a very loose term. Mm-hmm. We're technically machines, just a different type. Yeah. So you know, you can extend because because st- anything that's, that you put into a machine, it's like a, it's like with us. You put food in, we run. Hmm. Don't put energy into a machine; it doesn't run. Hmm. So, like you say, Jamie, that's just. Right yeah. is your point. Yeah. So, but we we briefly touched on on Data's children or child. Lau, tell me a bit more about that because I, I didn't. It's one of those things I read about, but I didn't read because I've not seen the episode. No, um, it's it's uh, season three. Later in season three, someone he adopts or no, no, he creates. he creates his daughter F- using Doctor Soong's work. He create you he creates offspring, his own daughter. Um. Presumably that that offspring doesn't grow, or, or is it is it is it a Same fully fully sort of thing as he was? <clears throat> so it's not a child, as in size. Um, no, no. It's a child, as in it's the same size as. No. Yeah. You can remember but, when Dave was growing up, he was a hundred kilogram baby. Yeah. So the way you design it is the way it looks forever. Yeah. It doesn't grow as such. But um, actually, the name Lao actually means beloved in Earth's Hindu language, and he used and Dave used his own positronic brain as a design template. To, to construct his daughter so he actually succeeded at Mad- Maddox's aspiration which was to create more androids like Data mm. um, but no what it was is that obviously he constructed now because he you know to Picard he, he didn't oh, he actually doesn't let Picard know that he did it um, but um, it's this idea well one day I might not be around yes I know I can't you know but I could be dismantled I can be whatever but again that, that also brings back to him having a soul him having a conscious exactly he's conscious of the fact that, that we all get to that point where exactly. we want to have something that That's is it. us that is exactly it that's Phil. still alive he, he, yeah he's, he's android but you know by, by, by the drive for reproduction yeah by that by doing that he suddenly realised well I'm actually I'm not immortal yes okay I'm, I, I can I'm stronger I can withstand this this and this mm. but there's always a chance that something could happen if I'm gone that's it yeah there's no one to remember me yeah so you know. that's why he he constructed Lau uh, but well unfortunately um, well it doesn't work out right, fair enough um, but it's a, should I say or for Phil's benefit or well, do you want to do you want to know or? you can say yeah that's fine she dies what because it, the, the, um, the some the sort construction's of, not correct. Or? So, so she, she broke a programming. Yeah, she could contraction and she can actually feel. She could feel as well. She broke a program. It overloaded. Then, it yeah, overloaded her tonic no, brain. There's, there's a technical. So ba- basically, because he tried to improve, it, that she was, did. She broke she did. programming. 
She broke through her program in vain. She had the same program as Data, but somehow she had the. She used contractions. She she um, uh, she used like she didn't use contractions, and she actually had emotions. She actually felt, which is what Data never had. You know, so to him, it wasn't even. It shouldn't even be possible. But the fact was that that that, that because that happened, her programming it just overloaded her programming, and it. Functioning due to positronic neural pathway cascade failure yeah. arising from positronic development within love of the simulation of human psychological psychological emotional response. response yeah. Uh, this, despite the effects of data and no, Admiral, I don't know his name, uh, Admiral Anthony Haftel. That thing. Yeah. Because it matrix from ceasing to function as a result. Yeah. So. Um, did he, he ever try again, or did he, that, that, that ruin him? Well, never tried. But she lived on his memory. No, she lived on his memories, really. <coughs> I mean, she was only around, what was it, a couple of weeks, three, few weeks? It's hard to say, but... Yeah, but about, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of my favourite episodes of season three, and I, I think you it's a very interesting episode. She tries to, to get it on with Riker. <laughs> I was wondering if you are going to bring that up. And she, Riker she's, said yes. She's, she's working in the bar with Guinan, and Riker walks in, sees her, doesn't know who she is. You know, it's kind of, you know, and she grabs him and kisses him, and Dad comes and goes, uh, Commander, why are your intentions with my daughter? Your daughter? And he just quickly walks out, hurriedly embarrassed. <laughs> I think that's one of the first ones that Jonathan Frakes directed. I believe it was, yeah. Hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant episode. I, I think you'll enjoy it, Phil. It's a data episode, you know, and they're always good anyway. So, mm. um, so yeah, I mean, that's the thing. On the surface, you know, you, you, data seems like such a simple character, but when you start really digging underneath, there's a lot of layers and depth and complexity to him. Um, you know, and that's one of the things I loved about the next generation, particularly about his family life. The fact that there's, you don't find out everything at once. Like you know, in first season you find out about his brother, and then it's not until like season seven you find out about his mother, and you know, all that sort of stuff. It, it's done in such a way that it really builds on the character nicely and in mm. a really, really clever and plausible way. And it's just, but it's it's the same as character development for all of the characters. Really, oh. we learn a little bit more about each one of them, don't we? Yeah, I suppose for the most part, yeah. But yeah, for Data in particular, he said. It, you know, it's it's the fact that a character like Spock, a character like Data, can seem so different, look and act so different. Yet, to to us, to the audience, they're the most relatable characters of all because of their, you know, because of that. Mm. So, which I think partly what makes the character so successful or has made them so successful. And it's interesting. There's a little in extract just on top of that here that I, I took out. Um, Gene Roddenberry told Brent Spiner that over the course of the series Data was to become more and more like a human until the end of the show when he would uh, well, apparently be very close but not quite there hmm. which I thought was quite an interesting phrase because he, again he's not human but he's almost yeah I mean there's certain aspects that did up the emotion chip was obviously a big thing um, and you know it's you know the fact that Data obviously used it was oh my god panicked about it but you know he didn't shy away from it he overcame those challenges mm. he overcame that oh very yeah. much like a child does yeah going into their teens and adolescence exactly. and... that's exactly it but you know one of the other things I love as well is his unique 
friendships and relationships as the rest of the crew you know because they all in some way they all I think helped him to become more human you know they you know and it was even Plasky even Plasky yeah I mean she just challenged him that's yeah cool. I mean yes okay when when they when when she first in Cam when she first in Cam she did she was basically prejudiced towards him let's be honest here mm. she didn't like him she told him it was just a machine just it you know but that changed so I know Kalaski was only in it for one season but that changed I mean but look, it changed by the fact that she got to know him yeah she exactly and understood how I mean, he worked if, if you look at the episode um, peak performance when um, when Data lost at Stratagema to what what's his name oh, that that really arrogant uh, guy can't remember his name um, but you know uh, you know she actually said to Picard this is not about him uh Serna Colraimi Colrama Colrama close enough um, but it's like you know Colrami I think yeah when um, you know when um, Pulaski and Troy went to see Picard about what was happening with Data because he refused to go on the bridge in case he made a mistake it was Pulaski that brought up the idea that it might not be a te- it wasn't a technological problem it was well I think he said like an emotional one so, but cans I do not have emotions. Eh? Mm. But but it's the fact that doctor, I don't have a heart. <laughs> yeah, but it's the fact that the fact that early Pulaski season two probably would have gone. Oh, it's a technological thing. Whereas now, because of the way she she's viewed data and the way their relationships has evolved, she doesn't see him like that anymore. She has, you know, she respects him, and I think that was a really, you know, and it gets a pity they they said Pulaski was got rid of because I think they finally found a good hook for a character, but. Well. Partly because the rest of the season it was written for Gates McVadden, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, even even said even Pulaski saw, you know, what data, what, you know, eventually saw data as not just a machine. So, what do you make of B four then? Well, it was data again. It was data effectively. He was a prototype. I mean, yeah, but is can he ever really be data? Well, yeah, because he's in the data and countdown. Hmm. <laughs> no, but it's, a, it's almost like a copy and no. But what I'm trying to say is, it's almost like a I copy. You and, it, Phil. No, what I'm trying to say is, it's like a copy and paste job. But you can do. Well, that would be you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, it'd be like it's again. It's the idea of data uploading Lau's memories into him. Well, that's a copy and paste job, then, isn't it? Yeah, but surely he's but, but he's not Lau. He's upload. He's uploaded her information to him but he's not allowed his data yes that's true but so he's he's since he's done the same but B4 isn't B4 then B4 now doesn't exist at the moment B4 kind of wasn't there anyhow no what I'm trying to say is that B4 isn't B4 he's data and Lau but what I'm trying to get at is it's not data in a sense that it's B4 because Because data's memories are in B4 not the other way around correct Okay. Um, I suppose it's, I suppose it's a way. What you suppose you could argue that, yeah. It's reincarnation, Phil. But I mean, he's like the spark reincarnated. You know, as you say, yeah. his second body is not the same one, although it's the same body, but it isn't. But you know, you, you mm. can say that about said anyone is past. You know, their memories live on in you. They're... Did you say that about the same with transport technology? Oh, well, you kill the original. <laughs> Is that no. the same body? Is that just a copy and paste into the new body? Mm. It's a very... It's a very yeah, thin line. 
That's an interesting point. Yeah, but I was trying, like, it's like you just pointed out, I was just trying to. But with B4, if you remember at the beginning of that one, before that upload happens, he is, oh, what's shiny headman? Oh, did I say something wrong? He just doesn't get it. He's completely mm. out of it. He was just kind of. It, it's when they, it's like when Bender's memory's been taken out of him. I am Bender, please insert Gerda. He's very much like that, whereas yeah. Data is very much Data. You know he's Data. Okay. Whereas B4, not really with it. Right. You're not really missing out on that, that much, are you? Just kind of, I don't get a clue what the hell you're on about. I was just sitting here quite... It's like the payoffs at the end of Nemesis, where he mm. starts singing the song that he heard at the beginning. Yeah. From Encounter at Four Point, yeah. which is where it starts filtering into his positive brain. It's kind of hey, I'm Data. Back. Hey, hey, I'm Data again. Reborn again. It's they left that open, kind of like um, the Wrath of Khan with Spock. Yeah, when he so did they that could bring him back if they wanted to. McCoy, yeah. yeah, the idea of I'll remember, hence bringing Spock back in uh, sets for Spock. Yeah, so, <clears throat> fair enough. Fair enough. So, that's that's my thought on it. Hmm. I, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think B4's that much of a big loss. I don't think. I think it's just. But is it a downgrade then? Because he wouldn't be as strong as as the original Data would be. He, would... he seemed quite capable. He seemed quite being... capable. He didn't have the emotion chip. Because if but he just got but I Data's reckon emotions. by the time of it, I reckon that probably fit the information on that possibly filtered down into his. Unless, unless before he went, Data put built those things in because obviously if he was able to build his daughter, he was able to build in an emotion chip. I don't know. I just it, it felt like a bit of a cheat losing Data and then being well, before. I mean, it's just it's a homage. To yeah. What Jamie said about Spock, Spock isn't yeah. it? It's a very yeah. it's a very good way of niching going. Oh, you think we killed him? Well, we've brought him back, but they never got the payoff. But for me, that had a big from impact. The film Data Nemesis. Data, you know, in fact, he, again, I know see, at the time I watched First Contact, then Nemesis and Insurrection. Um, the fact that Data became my favorite character so quickly, I was sad when they. But, you know, he went out, he like said he saved Picard's life. Yeah. Picard didn't. Was it Picard? Well, he did it the most. Because he beamed him out first, didn't he? And. Um, Trying to remember how he did it, it now. He, he ended in the most human way he possibly yes. could. Uh, well, the ultimate sacrifice, you mean? Sacrifice yeah. himself, okay. yeah. So, which again, yeah, that is that is a very human thing to do, isn't it? Which is what your quote said at the beginning, wasn't it? Just kind of we're gonna, and if you, in the way that they did it in the films, that still counts. That in mm. next gen season seven, he is quite very human, and then by films. He kind of gets to the highest point he can. Yes, through the with, um, with the emotion yeah. chip, which is what Gene Modern wanted. Yeah, well, said it was you know, um, but as I said they did it in such a way it felt very organic and natural. The, his development over those seven seasons and films, I didn't rush it too much. I think they did that just the right pace. Mm. So, um, yeah. What do you make of when his head got detached from his body for uh, 500 years? <laughs> well, Time's Arrow is a very interesting discussion because I love that episode. Right. Jamie, less so. I've done so much of that. <laughs> Explain. Too. Jamie? No, we <laughs> God. Time's Arrow debate. Because I've not seen it. So I, I, I read about that and I thought, oh, I'm really but, interested in seeing this now. Put simply, Simon loves the episode. I don't hate it. I want to stress why, this point. Why, why, sorry, why do you like the episode? What's the one thing Jamie doesn't like? Um, Lost World time travel and that's an episode with 
time travel in it an awful mm. lot of time travel but it works bloody brilliantly because it's a, a free destination paradox which is a wonderful mm. idea because they go back to the, they get sent back to San Francisco mm-hmm. into a cavern and there's a few random sets of objects which are kind of nondescript it kind of doesn't matter and, one and of them then is... they get revealed look here's your head data that's his head from 19th century San Francisco mm. And so Data's talking to his own head. He's well, the, the head that Data's there, and he's looking at his own head. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then, yeah. then they find where the origins of the aliens were. Follow they them go back. back. He goes back in time. Um. So apparently, the reason that they found the head is the reason that the head's there in the first place. Yes, pre the story. The yeah. story that then they live out what. What, it's a very yes, that's a really timey wimey story. He meets up with Gwyneth because she's her Bad. race lives forever. Um, she tries to stop aliens from killing you humans in the past. Um, <laughs> I don't want to really spoil it too much. It, then, you know, all right, well, that's fine, Jamie. So why? What is other than it's time travel? Why don't you like it then? Because you know. You know, I think for me, it's the fact that you know the aliens go through. It's like, oh, there's no. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just I didn't just wait for the year where you go. So actually, I love that episode now because that always happens. No. A few years go by, and then he goes. So I was because the fact the aliens are going episode. through, you know where they're going to go. There's no, there's no sense of anticipation. There's no sense of attention. So we know where they're going to go, and it's like the whole thing with what's the what's the guy that goes back with with them? The guy Samuel Clements. Samuel Clements. Don't get me wrong. It's nice. It's nice, right? He goes you on. You need that, otherwise the story doesn't bloody work. Yeah, but it doesn't add anything overall. Yes, it does. What he writes about? He's going to write about the experiences, which we'll never hear about again. Okay. Yeah, because you can actually read the books mm. in real life, Jamie. That's what they're getting at. Still, just fell off very much for the same. Oh yeah, not like Gambia or anything, Jamie. <laughs> Weapon that? that can't make any use to anyone. Hmm. Yeah, Jamie. Hmm. Well, that's another debate altogether. But yeah, you are right in that respect as well. But you need him so that Picard can come back. You need that payoff, otherwise it won't work. The episode's flawed. <laughs> I was never. Got time you time. have one person there, one person there. They switch a Okay. You have that person back where he needs to be, and that person back where they need to be. If you don't have that person there, that person can't get back to where they're meant Look to be. Look what you've now started, Phil. Why did you bring it up? Because you're wrong. You're losing the argument, by the way, Jeremy. <laughs> well, I know that. I don't really care, though. I don't like the episode. I'm just. Gonna... I don't like Gambit because it's a pile of crap. There you go. I don't like Tom's arrow because it's time travel and it's confusing. It doesn't make any sense, but there you go. Jamie's put brain. <laughs> Even you got confused talking about it, so... <laughs> That's a good thing. Anyway, so there Just you go. Like, oh, oh, but, good things. Hmm? <laughs> what, about, what, about matter, what about a matter of a time, then? Ma- matter of time, when his when he's hearing is better than a dog's. Well, when he listens to four different pieces of music at yes, once. Yeah. Which I thought was really stupid. I had to YouTube that just to no. watch it. It just was a bit like, okay, <laughs> why? Phil, did you like turn it 
like up on your yes, machine. It's yeah. like, oh my god, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> turn it down again, turn it down. It was a little bit like, right, why am I watching this? But it goes back to his um, capabilities, though. Kind of, mm. I'm going to analyse all these because just because I can. Why not? And everyone else goes, yeah, why? But again, he's also his comedy as well. For when he goes to the holodeck and he tries to do a, a comedic act, but he just can't do the. Oh, uh, was uh, it, what was it? Timing? No, um, you don't have timing. timing. Is digital. Yeah, yeah. Even outrageous Sakona, Yeah, yeah. That was just that was trying to understand humour. Actually, it's quite cool. Actually, in a way, it kind of enhances that plot a bit because if you think back to the academy, it kind of enhances it a bit. It's like, well, that he always had these practical jokes at the academy, so it makes sense he'd want to try and understand humour more. Because mm. of those practical jokes that were played on him, because he never got it, so it actually enhances that subplot in the episode a little bit more. Actually, mm. so yeah, Captain, will you want to become to my poetry reading later? <laughs> oh, just spot. You haven't listened to that yet. No. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Love so we've, we've spoken about his humanity we've spoken about how he's developed that we've spoken about what he's done is there, is there any particular highlights some standout episodes some standout times I know I've mentioned that measure of a man yes. well, I was just trying to work out what the hell we're going to do in the second part if there is even going to be a second part because I think we've covered pretty much everything pretty much so it might just be. Worse. That's why I'm trying. To, that's why I'm trying to summarise this. I'm trying to summarise what else we haven't gone through, as well, opposed to terms of data. Well, we haven't talked about his friendship with the other characters. We mentioned Pulaski and. But the there we are. That second part. Then. There we go. I don't know. <laughs> Should we do that um, in the second part then, shall we? Well, we've already talked about Pulaski, so we've kind of already started it. True. <laughs> do half now, half then. Okay. <laughs> so this is why people are listening because we never plan anything no true no we never plan anything this is now linking into the second part then yeah it's two yeah. parts so hey <laughs> <sighs> are you trying, trying to record an episode of 14 15, no 15 pages yeah, well, in my case not 34 easy. no not easy at all. <laughs> in my <laughs> case 34 pages <laughs> so are we ending this episode here yes yeah I guess okay. we are <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed listening, guys. <laughs> it and the it, though. <laughs> it did work actually. You know that flowed quite well. We worked out quite so, well. So yeah, um, we'll be back soon with uh, part two. So we hope you enjoy listening. <laughs> Once we've got ourselves together. Yeah. <laughs> As always, I've been Phil. I've been Jamie. I've been Simon. Time and times arrow is better. And uh, Gambit's better. Bye. Times arrow. Measure of man. Times arrow. <laughs> times arrow. Times arrow. Times arrow. Bye, guys. Times arrow. Times arrow. Measure of a man.